1: Not mucking around, get straight into it. Yep. Um, so we're looking at the, what are we, five, six days out from the first game of round one of yep. season 2015. Um, we've given up on the Mystery AFL Theatre 2.014K um, because they take too bloody long to record.
0: That, and to be fair, we're just looking at a bit of practice for when yeah. the season starts. You know, yeah, exactly. Get used to this whole format of podcasting and actually having something that's
1: worth listening to. Yeah, we finally figured out which chords go in which plugs and how to turn it on and off.
0: We've actually got a couple of interviews lined up that'll be particularly interesting to some yeah, people as
1: well. well. Yeah, we'll announce them later. We'll, we'll wait until they're in, when the, they're in the, actually the bag first. In the bag, yeah, exactly right. But we've The Clicking
0: Balls team have put a few tendrils out into the AFL community. and
1: We've got a lot out
0: there. And see, <laughs> we'll see what comes
1: back. <laughs> um, so if you know anybody that's half interesting, let us know. <laughs> yeah, we're not, not suggestions. We're, we're not fussy. Even we're if not, they
2: lie and say they play AFL, we're fine with that. Yeah, we'll play along.
1: We're doing it. We're not shy about approaching people either. No. Um, so we thought we'd go through um, just the the whole... Um, predictions for this year and I don't know how we're going to hold ourselves to them but uh, we'll see what we think is coming up for 2015. Sorry, the internet doesn't remember shit. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, before we, we line up for a couple of games in round one. So, easiest place to start I think. Um, the top four. So, Brenton, who you got as your top four for 2015?
0: Well, I had a bit of a think about it and I came up with the same boring answers as probably, probably everybody. Probably everyone? Yeah. yeah. I, got, I, got, I had Hawks, Port, Frio, and Sydney. And Frio were... Frio's an interesting one. It was, because I actually... If if anyone was actually listening at the start of our MA2K, we actually had to designate a ladder that we anticipated people would finish. Yep. And so I, I felt obliged to stick to that. However, I was going to do a little audible and take Frio out for Geelong, because I thought they have been all right. Yeah. I
1: think they're managing their list pretty well, so... I've made a lot of audibles on that original 18 yeah. um, that I put in. So I think, like, who have you got, Josh? You got... Um, I think Hawthorne Port everyone's gonna have those two in. Yeah,
2: yeah. And, and, and Sydney. I think everyone's got Sydney in. No, I've drop you, Sydney, you Sydney out. I That's... think Sydney's gonna struggle this year. Um the other two I had were North and Richmond. Just because I think um North showed last season they they can beat the top teams, they just need to get consistency. Yep. And I think Richmond are gonna they're gonna like the little bit of finals action they had and I reckon they'll go a little deeper this year.
0: And I mean North have strengthened their their list in regards to
1: going deeper in September or yeah fair I, crack I don't think they've lost that much In the off season And they've added Just uh, Greenwood But they've added I, Greenwood of course they did But they've added um, Wait
2: Wait Higgins Higgins and uh, Wait Had a pretty good nab like, And um, and well also uh, Ben Brown Has come along <coughs> Nice well And Kane Turner too
1: Yep That's right. What's that? Oh you Bloody phones on the thing No not um, mine Well I've I got Port Hawks in Sydney And Geelong as well um, I actually had Geelong dropping out Yep I can't remember who I put in there But after I saw the Nab and I thought, well, Mitch Clark's actually playing really well. Yeah, um, I reckon they look all right. But um, yeah, Richmond's a funny one. Then you put in Richmond are going to jump from eighth up to up to fourth. That's I think at one. their
2: at their best,
1: they're a top four side. Uh, if I, they can get closer to their best a little bit more often, they'll be brilliant. Nab Cup's hard to judge on, but. Um, they did look alright, and that um, North versus Richmond game was a decent NAB Cup game. It's probably one of the better preseason games I've, it was I've a, watched.
2: It was a very clean game for yeah. very early in the season. Like there was a lot of nice, um, high percentage disposal, and not a lot of the clangers you see so often at the start of the season.
1: And I think both teams ran out
2: with a
0: like not a full strength side, but close. It was like a feeling out a match. It yeah. was, you know, mm-hmm. there was some intent behind it. But I think um, just looking, I mean, it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to tell much from um, the NAB Challenge. But just looking physically at the Tigers squad, they looked like they'd trimmed down a little bit. Like a little bit. Martin looked a bit, bit more slimmer. And I think there might be a conscious effort to, to play their running and attacking style of football into the deeper part of the season.
2: If they do, I think they'll do really well. Like their ability to run and control the ball when yeah. they're in flight and running in packs is brilliant.
1: Yeah. Um, it was very interesting. I don't know if it was a nab challenge only thing, but um, uh, Jack Watt playing out of the middle for most of the game rather than the goal square. Yeah. And Very
0: interesting. I know they they experimented a little bit. I can't remember if it was last season or the season before when it was just a bit too one-dimensional up forward. We didn't really have uh, enough people to give options. And yep. you get frustrated. So then they just put him on the winger up forward and actually played, played really well. And the thing is, we were watching those games uh, at the MCG and you'd actually see the effort that he would put in when he hasn't got the ball and not he, getting
1: the ball, he gets a rough, uh, a rough trot with some of the media sometimes. Yeah,
0: but I find when he's when he's up the ground a bit, he's compelled to put in effort, and you notice yeah. the effort a lot more.
2: Yeah, imagine Richo watching that going, Yeah <laughs> it's his whole life." <laughs> yeah. Exactly what happened to him. He gets shit delivery. He'd be running backwards and forwards around the fifty meter <laughs> yeah. arc, and then they put him on the wing, and all of a sudden he's fucking fine.
1: Yeah. Everyone talks about you know Nick Rewalt's work rate. Um, Richo was the same, if not better. Yeah, it just didn't yeah. get seen as much. Exactly, exactly right. Nick. And uh, uh, Nick 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 Rewalt, yeah. Um, with um, with Nick, he doesn't um, get the shits when they like, yeah. kick in the ball, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which Richard
0: did. Uh, I think J- just want to take a photo of his knob. Yeah, I think um, Rewalt sort of figured out a while ago that he may have to go get his own ball every now and then. <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's not scared, you know, kicking yeah. out from fullback, leading out from the goal square. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: Richard had plenty of plenty of ones come in the fifty, but they're always just getting bombed in by yeah, someone who wasn't even looking where they were going.
1: Um, now, Frio, you, you put Frio... They, they finished top four this year. Last year, yeah. Last year, sorry, 2014. Yeah. Um, finished fourth. And, and you reckon they'll, they'll stick? Well, I did. You did. <laughs> still not really well, sure so you, about it now. You want to change it now? I reckon they're going to struggle. I just honest. feel
0: bad about changing it.
1: Yeah. But nah, fuck it, alright. We yeah. never got there, so... Yeah. Because I did. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think Frio are going to get there, to be well, honest. They haven't changed their list at all. Yeah. Um, Sylvia still hasn't come through. Yeah, Colin Sylvia, and Crowley's in big trouble.
0: And I think with that list, it, it doesn't give you a whole lot of options to sort of revolutionise a, a game plan for a match. Like, yep. they've got that one style that they play, and they've uh, recruited to play that style. Is that the list, or is that the coach? Uh,
2: well, uh, it's got to be the coach in the end, doesn't yeah. it? Because he sets what they're going to be looking for in their list. Yeah. So, yeah. Buck stops with him.
0: And I mean, he's obviously, obviously got to start from somewhere, and he has to play with the cards he's dealt at the beginning, but... You still there. have a plan when you're going for these jobs. you look at the squad and that's, that's the plan you take into the meeting
1: to try and get the gig. Well, he's been there four or five years now and yeah. they stayed away from trade week. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, they didn't stay away, but they didn't do anything. Yeah, they weren't fairly tra- so, tra- active. Um, and, and not even you know trading picks to try and move up the order or anything like that. Um, and they've got to be careful with their picks. So they like to pick you know Western Australians so that they... Mm. Don't, don't keep going home. Don't keep going yeah. home. Exactly, but I mean they've got a lot of recycled players in there already. Yeah, I mean, you're like well, Sylvia is one. Pierce Dawson. Um, I guess you can say McFarlane, But you and know, I mean, one the, year the Waffle
0: is a legit, you know, yeah. junior league, and there are lots of talent junior that runs league, around yeah. in there. I mean, just uh, the mature age players you get from there, and they get a good look. Very look at
1: them handy, yeah, more than anyone else. But they're another year older. Yeah. Um, I. Their improvement from last year might be in just getting players on the track more often. Yeah, yeah. Um, Honestly,
2: I don't. I, I wouldn't put money on it. I think they're going to go backwards. Yeah,
1: I've got to miss in the top four as well. But I think they're they're probably still got enough class and systems to make the eight, but not the four. And I mean, just the fact that they they do have a lot of skills, and their home
0: ground advantage is a real advantage yeah, as well. You've got to pencil in a few yeah. just based on that.
1: Um, but conversely, though it works against them sometimes because they'll have games in in Melbourne where you know Santa Land stays home. Yeah, true, and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like they've lost to Saints the last couple of years. Yeah, and, and that. Um, the other interesting one I thought there was Sydney. You reckon Sydney won't make before?
2: No, I, I just I can't see them
0: being consistent all season. And uh, I might agree with that as well. I think one problem they may have is just cohesion with that group. It's hard to get them all on the track at the same time for an yeah.
1: ex- extended period of time and really see how your game plan's going to well, play out. Tibbetts never had a full season with them. This yeah. is his third year at Sydney, yeah. and I think he, he had suspension for half a year in his first year, and yeah. last year he was missing for um, half the year with injury, and then he had a shocker in the grand final, but he yeah. wasn't Robinson Crusoe there. But, um, I think yeah, they they could go either way, Sydney. They could get you know minor premiers again, or they could struggle to make the eight. Um, their back line is going to be the issue. Well, yeah. They're,
2: they're very heavily stacked forward, and they've got an all-star forward line that any team would love to have. Yeah. But uh, the halfbacks and the full back line, I, I just don't see an All-Australian there. I don't see how they're going to be able to play the rebound footy that a lot of successful teams have been.
1: Well, their best rebounder was always Malceski, and he's not there. Mm. Yeah. He's, um, you know, hes you can say he's part of the um, the high-paying forward lines, just doesn't leave much room for anybody else and he's taking the big money and going to the Gold Coast and good on him you know yeah. I
0: think it's, it's a brilliant move for him because the yeah. Gold Coast needs someone in the back line that's it yeah. I mean then the Gold Coast is looking pretty good and I, I
1: think with, on with, up.
0: with Sydney is they're also getting a, getting a bit old in the legs as well which it's not necessarily a bad thing but it just means you have to recruit a lot smarter and I think the prime example of that is Hawthorne who've got you know, some older players, but the way they've recruited to fill holes and just smart recruitments as well, ones that didn't cost a heap of cash, ones that might get two or three years out of them, but they're yeah. doing their part to keep this success going.
2: Well, that's where a, a premiership team comes from more often than not, is that how you recruit the recycled players. Yeah. And you look at, um, out you, of last season, you say probably Adelaide did it best or well, the last couple of seasons with Betts and Pods Those are two players who had a brilliant 2014.
1: Yeah, better than I thought they would have. Mm. Um, you kind of forgot how good Betts was. And Posiadley you mm. thought, wow, you know, um Walker's coming back from a knee, he'll fill in a little bit there. But he, he played really well. You more than earned his paycheck.
0: He did put a bit of discipline amongst the troops as well. Yeah, I yeah, think that's what they needed
2: too. Yeah.
1: Just to make sure you, you hold your
0: structure when you're playing, you don't get sucked into positions that you shouldn't be in. Yeah. And just having a bit more
1: perspective on on the match overall. Um Okay, so we got top fours there. Well, Back, um, yeah. Oh, the other one was Geelong. Um, I thought they might slide down a bit. I mean, they went out in straight sets last year, but they're still Geelong,
0: yeah. They're still always
1: thereabouts, yeah. Um, and they haven't, I mean, they've started to move on a few players that are around the middle, like yeah. the Taylor Hunt and Travis Varco, yeah. Um, picked up Mitch Clark, obviously. And um, was that nearly like Cockatoo? Cockatoo, yeah. yeah. He yeah. is Cock- going to be something special, Nakai. yeah. And we're in number five at Geelong really? yeah. as well, wow. yeah. Um, I hope they don't expect too much from him this year because it is his first year. Although I think he's, uh, I don't think he's seventeen or eighteen. I think he's a little bit older. Yep. Um, but um, look, he's he's going to have twelve or fourteen really good games. He's going to have a hell of a highlight reel. I yeah. don't know if he's going to yeah. be consistent through all the season, and but he's going to look brilliant in spots. And if Motlots fit um, without injury, they could yeah. They, yeah, they, they could be like the Geelong of old. Yeah, I don't and, much care for my lot. Yeah, well, yeah I wonder why. <laughs> uh, the thing
0: is, Geelong uh, tend to be pretty good at handling their young talent as well, in regards to expectations and how they, they blood them into the yeah. game.
1: Yeah, it's been a great system for a long time. Still waiting. About a
0: few, you know, little talent. Billy Smet's had a couple of games, which he showed a bit of promise. And Something. just still don't know if he's not in an environment where he can become that, that key player, or whether he's sort of mellowed out, yeah. um, Well, I mean, played yeah. out
1: his talent. They've been able to do that because guys like Jimmy Bartell is yeah. taking a step back. You know, he's sort of playing yep. that quarterback role um, across the halfback and pinch hitting forward and that kind of stuff. Yeah,
0: and I mean his breakout season was a huge step forward too. Oh, so yeah. he, he's was sort of a, he was one of those guys that was managed well and came out of nowhere and picked up a brownlow. Didn't yeah. even take a date to the brownlow. I think <laughs> <laughs>
1: hasn't had trouble since then. Yep. Um, okay, so out of the top four, um, obviously we believe the premiers going to come out of those four.
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. Well, I was trying to think of a Dark Horse come out of the out of the bottom four. Right. Who's
1: your premiership favourite and who's the, the Dark Horse then?
0: Well, the, my favourite is the Hawks. It's pretty tough to, to go past how they've been playing, you know what I mean? And you got to give them the, the benefit of the doubt that they're going to continue that form into this season. Not much has changed. It seems to have just strengthened. And the Dark
1: Horse. The yeah. Dark Horse. A question without notice. Right. Yeah. Right. We'll come back to it. Yeah. Who, who you got?
2: I've got Port. I reckon... If they had a a better um, first quarter in the elimination final, they would have been premiers. And you can can throw as many ifs as you like. But um, they, I thought, had the better of Hawthorne for most of that game. They just didn't put it on the scoreboard. Which, you know, is Hawthorne's defensive pressure as well. But uh, I think the way Port played that uh, elimination final was premiership quality except for their finishing.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, and they sort of... uh Came out of the blocks in the first quarter and then went to sleep for two quarters and then came home with a wet sail. But, mm. um, yeah, not enough. And um, like
2: they probably still could have done it in the last quarter, but, you know, they didn't. And uh, Hawthorne got the chocolates.
1: Um, I've I picked the Hawks as well, just because um, two in a row. And they haven't lost any of their best 22 from last year. And a matter of fact, they've added to it. You, you'd expect that, like, they're, the, I think, the second oldest list in the league. So yeah. th- there's got to be atrophy at some stage. Yeah. But it had to be last year too, and, yeah. And it just didn't happen. And they had one of the horrible injury runs, yep. And it didn't matter. And now they've added um, Frawley, O'Rourke, and Jed Anderson's back, yeah. And he was tearing it up during the NAB Cup.
0: And I, I think for Hawks to to lose the flag this year, it's gonna it's gonna take um, a team with a, a game plan that's specifically designed to beat to Hawthorne, Hawthorne yeah. and they're going to be good enough to beat the other teams along the way.
1: But I mean, that's what. You know all those teams in that top yeah. six should be looking at is yeah. alright well, if we're going to win we've got to beat Hawthorne
0: and it's just been that way with the dynasties of the last 10-20 years when yeah. I mean, you look at Brisbane and even Essendon had a good season there and played a different style of footy and Hawthorne obviously and Geelong obviously had theirs and yeah. it's always been that, that one sort of rev- not revolutionary but an evolution of, of a style uh, to play AFL and then you have to have that counter, counter evolution, of counter counter defence Yeah, and I think that that'll be the chance for someone to beat them and he's my dark horse. If anyone does it this year, I think it'll be Gold Coast. I really? Think, I think they'll be able to have the talent and the sort of the the leadership to implement a game plan that could beat Hawthorne. I don't think they will. Yeah. But I think if, if it happens and that's where it'll come from a team like that.
1: Um Gold Coast is an interesting one because you've had Gary's had um you know 6 months off. Yep. Um you got Malceski down the back leading the troops. You mm. got um, May next to him who was he, I don't know if he was in the All-Australian squad last year but if he wasn't he was just outside yeah, it yeah. and he's going to be the premier key backman for the next yeah. 10 years I'll
2: tell you if Gold Coast
1: don't make finals they'll have had like... a poor season Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, new coach as well in Rodney Eade, which would be interesting yeah. um, you know, I thought McKenna was a bit unlucky there but yeah, so right. so do
2: I. Look, I think he, he had one more season to prove himself yeah. in my opinion uh, obviously not shared by uh, people at Gold Coast oh, yeah, HQ yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right.
1: but it's the way it goes you know
2: there's two types of coaches those that are going to be sacked and those that have been
0: yeah yeah. and the thing is I wouldn't be surprised if this was uh, a a plan that they had organised from a long way out and the time's come and they've implemented it regardless of what the results were this was their plan and they're sticking with it
1: yeah and all all those gun midfielders that they've drafted over the years now's the time like they can't muck around anymore and
0: that's why I think um, get Gary Ablett being out for half of last season might have been a good thing going into this season. Give those players that little bit of exposure to not have to rely on him and yeah. just see how they fit into a game plan without Gary Ablett.
2: But while he's out too, he's still turning up to games and everything. So you're still getting Gary yeah, Ablett's input. Exactly. So, you know, if you're one of the midfielders and yep. Gary Ablett pulls you aside and says, ah. mate, try uh, try running a, yeah. a bit more to the wall. Mate, oh, w- a pile of sauce. <laughs> 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 you, you throw in your j- jumper and go get it. But... Uh, Having him in the club is worth another two years of development for their yeah. midfield. Yeah.
1: I think it's last year of his contract this year, too. So, um. You'd have to think he's not going anywhere. I, I can't see him going back home to Geelong. Um, no. I reckon he'll stay there. I think he's pretty stoked up there, to be he honest. Likes, I don't think he's going anywhere. Likes the beaches. Yeah. Um, yeah, Port are the other, you know, I think with the bookies, they're the next favourites. But it does yeah. feel like they've been running on emotion the last two years. Yeah. And, and that's got to stop at some stage and you, and, the skill and the talent's got to take over. But, yeah. I mean, you know, the, the they haven't landed yet, so... It, it seems to me that they've just sort of cemented that they're
0: really in the mix for second or third best team. Yeah. I think they've never proven they've got that, that consistent ability to topple Hawthorne or something like that. Like, on any given day, yeah, they can do it. But I think when you look at a consistent style of football they're going to play, I don't think it's at that level yet. But, you know, like you it, said, they haven't landed I think, yet.
2: What will hurt the thing that will hurt them the most is their ability to run the ball quickly is brilliant but yeah. in the wet weather it's going to struggle so yeah, if, it's, true. if it's dewy if it's chilly their game falls apart yeah. um, that is what's going to be a big question mark on them how they play in the wet but uh, other than that their ability to transition is second to none well, yeah it's, it's demoralising the
0: opposition yeah
1: and, and they can beat any team yeah, um, if they put it all together, but um, I don't think they'll catch people by surprise this year either. Yeah, that's true, it, true. Yeah, um, but you know, I think uh, they'd be setting themselves up for a grand final. That'll be their par. They yep. won't be happy with a prelim. Yeah, last year they, were, it got the feeling that they were happy to make the prelim, and then yep. they got. Three points away, and then all of a sudden they weren't happy anymore. Which is good because it means they want more. Yeah,
0: and the thing is also, if you thought the English media were bad on the English cricket team, <laughs> you wait until the South Australian football team does bad. Oh yeah,
2: <laughs> and how can you? But how can you finish third or third or fourth, whatever, uh, and, and still be considered bad? Like I, I thought. Yeah, the only reason that you'd come down on Port is because they should have won that game.
1: Yeah, I mean, they should have won it with. They, I disagree with that they dominated the majority of the game though I, th- I think they dominated for 15 minutes of the last quarter and 20 minutes of the first quarter and then for the rest of it um, the Hawks dictated it and um, even the, the final quarter um, comeback there was um, Ruffy had a, a snap on goal and it looked like Hawks had put the cue in the rack um, and then it's a testament to Port that late in the game they could turn it on that quickly but you know it's history and it all happens but now they've got to start from scratch again and I think Ken Hinckley signed on again so they're pretty stable off field they've got a new stadium deal so that sides up them so so they're all working up to it Um, this is their their big year to make a to make a go at it.
2: I guess it depends how they approach it, which you'll you find out the first time they play Hawthorne, whether they're going to be like... It's Anzac Day? Yeah, Anytime really? Hawthorne get close to them, they'll be like, oh no, not again, not again, or they're going to be like, nah, not fucking having it, yeah. and they run over the top of them. It's
1: almost like they're too young um, to be scared. Like, Yeah, not yeah, true. Yeah. If, if they were older and more experienced, they'd be worried, but they're not. They, they seem like they've got that... That youthful it's arrogance. I kind of
0: like their premiership team from '07 or whatever uh, it was.
1: Uh, it uh, yeah, it no, was Yeah, they just need a bar and picket. '07, they were 116 points short. Oh, that's right. That was a <laughs>
0: that was a that was a great uh, grand final where you stop watching a half time and you just got pissed with your mates.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so there's premier So the other end, who's getting the spoon this year? Uh, is it a consensus? Uh, I've got Melbourne. Melbourne? Yeah. No, wow. I didn't
2: have Melbourne. I thought Melbourne might do uh, oh, moderately better than in past seasons. I've got yep. um, written them off. one of two one of two ways. If uh, the season goes uh, uninterrupted, St. Kilda. I, yeah. I can't see him going anywhere. i got Saints. Yeah. If um, the AFL decides to keep the fuck around the supplement saga, <laughs> Essendon. it's Essendon. <laughs> Essendon. Yep.
1: See, I, I think if you take out the 2012 Essendon players, I think they can still beat St. Kilda. <laughs> um, yeah, Saints are in trouble. But I've got the Saints.
2: The whole um, Essen and Supplement saga thing and getting in uh, rookie players, it, it's a Hollywood movie waiting to be made. <laughs> the yeah. replacements. The replacements. Just, you know, as if you would um, have a reality TV show. Fuck it. Get everyone from the recruit in. Get them on there. Get them on the field. Let them go nuts. Fuck it.
0: Right. Uh, you could do it like, like they did in Formula One where you just pay for
1: your spot in the team. Highest <laughs> yeah. bidder. Well, there you go. It's one way Jeffrey Edison would get back <laughs> on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> um, They've done something funny though with their their ringers. Um, they've brought in apparently they've separated them from training, so they don't know the Essendon style of play. So they've really brought <laughs> them in as ringers, not as now, an extension of the yeah. team. I would have thought Essendon to be really cautious about separating players off. <laughs> yeah, based on past experience, be like, what are you guys doing? Nothing, totally nothing, absolutely legit. But uh, Joey Danahoe looked good again in the NAB uh, Challenge, but he looked good last year too. Yeah, um, looks like he's got his. Look, it looks like he, he needs out. to. Have a good meal or two, yeah, yeah. You could do with a little bit of time in the weight weight room. A little bit of time, a
2: little bit of time, and all you can eat buffet. I'd settle yeah.
1: for. He's tiny, but um, Melbourne, Melbourne have been unlucky. I, I can't see them getting past double figures. Yeah, I've just
0: I'm just gone off the Melbourne Kool Aid. Yeah, can't drink anymore. I hear it all the time, and I'm like, I want them to be good, and now right. I'm just going no. Not going to be.
1: Well, I mean, they got um, picked two and three from the draft last year. Yeah. And I've got a feeling one of them's done an ACL, but I can't remember which one. Not of the other one. Um, and uh, we've been waiting to see Jesse Hogan forever. We keep hearing how good he is. Yep. Um, and like Dave Hughes said on the footy show, he's the best player to never played a game. Yep. Um, so you can be as cautious as you can ever be with Melbourne. Yeah. But I, I reckon they're going to be in that 14 to 12 around there somewhere but but yeah. I think
2: Melbourne's got an upside like they've, they've yeah. shown flashes of bits where you'd watch the game yep. whereas <laughs> yep. um, St True. Kilda they turn up and you're
1: like oh, oh fuck shoot. I mean and they had their good win against Frio, but it wasn't a good game to watch even
0: I think but, they, they all have a pivotal role in, in some of the events this season but
1: I'll get onto that a bit later on yep um, and it's Ruzzi's last year at the Helmand too yep uh, Goodwin takes over next year so that'll be interesting for back us.
2: to St Kilda can you think of one of their players you want in your side Oh, besides Rui but uh, even then, would you trade Roughhead for him? No, no, of course not. And
1: uh, I can't
2: think of—I can think of probably a, a half dozen full forwards I'd have ahead of him.
1: Yeah, I mean, he's a good center forward. Did he make all Australia last year? He was in yeah, a, I think so. He went close. He was, really? Uh, he was in the. He, was he in had the a pretty squad. year. He, was, he had a great year. He was, a, he
0: was going a fair few Brownlow votes too.
1: Yeah, I think he was for a while there.
0: But we're never going to get close because there's still win enough games. But yeah, um, he still he had a, he had a Benjamin Button season. I think
1: um, come back a bit. Yeah, oh, he keeps on keeping on. Hmm. He's a he's a, oh, he's a
2: quality player, but how long can you be a quality player in a shit team before you're expected to lift that team?
1: Well, I mean, they've made a couple of grand finals with him there, but they're definitely in their rebuilding phase, and I think they're quite proud of their rebuilding phase. They've stockpiled draft picks the last two years, and yeah. I think one more year of stockpiling draft picks for them. Yeah, I can't see him going up. Um, you know, they got number one, Paddy McCartan, who hopefully will um, get some game time. Um, but yeah, um, 18th for me. Um, and the other one I've picked that could go low is uh, the Bulldogs. Um, they've lost their captain. They've lost Liberatore. Um, Boyd is still going to take another year before he gets ready. Bontepelli had a great first season, but he'll, he might have a second season blues. Um, lost Higgins as well. Yep. Um, and they've lost some of their depth players like um, Jason Tutt yeah um,
2: see I'm on the opposite I reckon Bulldogs a surprise. I don't think they'll make finals but I think they'll get up there
0: yeah I think there's definitely a chance they've got some youngsters coming through that are going to be crackers Bontepelli was one
2: you just mentioned I think he's going to be a brilliant player
1: yeah definitely oh they love the Bont down there they were, they were gutted that he didn't get the Rising Star last year yeah
2: Rising Star he'll get a Brownlee before he's done <laughs>
1: maybe um but, yeah, if anybody's going to beat St. Kilda with a spoon, I'll, I'll put um, I'll put the Bulldogs down. Uh, okay, now to the big awards. Uh, who's going to win the goal-kicking? The goal-kicking? It's going to be... See, I
0: was, I was really hard when I was looking at teams on picking who's going to be the... I was, I was thinking it's going to be Cameron or Rewalt, but I reckon Rewalt will play up, so I didn't put him in there. So I'm going with Cameron. However, I've got a darkie for this one as well. Okay. I've got Jared Waite as a dark horse. <laughs> Yep, I don't know about
1: okay. that. Okay. I've,
0: I've got Walker. I reckon he,
2: if he plays a full season, he can kick an absolute
1: I've I've picked Tex as well. Yeah. Uh, I think Adelaide, um, they got a new coach. Last year, they should have done a lot better than they did. Um, they won so much of the ball in the middle and just didn't convert for some reason. Um, and this year, if they turn it on and um, Taylor plays uh, an entire year, you know, it's the second year back from a knee Rico, could be a lot of opportunities for him to kick goals, and he's smacking them in from fifty with ease and good, without you know? that,
2: like the delivery from the Adelaide midfield is really good. It's, it's got good. to be better, yeah. Um, got- so I, I really think he's, he's he's got the ability and the delivery to kick it a, a ton. Yep, like, uh, and, and you'd probably say seventy goals a winner for you.
1: Yeah, and I think, think he kick, he'll kick seventy easy. Yeah, um, I think the only thing that can stop him is if um, Franklin, his second year at the Swans, if he plays like he did last year and they're used to him now he could still kick a 100 the way he was going um, but uh, yeah, I, I put um, Walker down for mine as well for the yeah. Coleman. Swans don't tend to have massive
2: high scores though, they tend to play a more control game, at least they used to they, yeah, they've sort it of loosened up a, now. a little bit
1: but I mean, you know, he's the reigning Coleman medalist and yeah, true. I think he can do it again. Um, his marking last year was phenomenal um, he hasn't marked that well for you know, since 2008 at Hawthorne um, and he was their only good player for the grand final, I'd say. Um, okay, so the other big award is the Brownlow. And God knows how you pick this after the end of the season, let alone before it. But um, who you got for Brownlow, Brenton?
0: Well, I've got I've gone the same route this one. I think Ablett's the obvious choice. and yep. But the thing is, I only want to stick with Abbot, So I've got a darkie again. <coughs> I've got Dane Zorko.
1: Zorko, yeah. Yep. Interesting. Ah. I was looking at the Brisbane midfield as well.
0: He's my dark horse because um, you've got Dane Beams going up there. You've got Daniel Rich, who's just out out gun. Yeah. Coming and I think, I think it's gonna be really hard to, to deal with Brisbane's midfield. Yeah, hootie tag. Exactly right. And yeah. I think um, Beams will have a standout. And the thing is it's his third year in AFL, but I didn't realise he's turning twenty-six this year.
1: Oh, okay. He's a
3: bit of bit of an experienced so player, a but mature age. Eh? As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B, and advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. so to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Yeah, but he,
0: he, he missed out on the draft in 2007. Just didn't get picked up and he played up in Queensland for Broadbeach for, Broad Beach for a few, about five four or five years or something. Picked yeah. up four straight best and fairest. Captain the under-21s Queensland side and then he was playing in I think it's called the North East AFL uh, league NEFL yeah yeah, and he picked up the best and fairest there as well and then got yeah. a gig so he's determined I think he's at that right age where he's ready got three seasons under his belt and a lot of confidence going into this season so there's my darkie
2: well, I think with the brown you have to say it's a midfielder because it always is Yeah, um, I've for mine the the short odds I put on Nat Five. Yeah, just because even if um, Frey have a poor season, he's going to stand out. Yep. Um, but the one smart money I put on would be Robbie Gray, just because yep. he is going to be a standout in a, a decent midfield, and I think Port will have a decent season. And he, he gets noticed too. Was yeah, he, he ran
1: does. third or fourth last year or something. Won the players' um the yeah. Lee Matthews By trophy. A fair bit too, I think. Yeah, I think he got wrapped yeah. up in round yeah. twenty-one and and or something. And
2: I think when you get noticed in that sort of area, the umpires notice you more too. Yeah. Yeah, like, uh, like we found when we were watching games and then putting votes on afterwards, you kind of tend to think, oh, it's always a safe bet to yeah. go for player A, which is Gary You start midfielder. Well,
0: that team won, so I've got to pick one from there, and that was this player, and I yeah. better even it up because they did have a good first quarter, and it's really hard to... Uh, it's too tough a job for umpires to do after, and that's yep. based on me just watching a game and trying to pick the votes.
1: And then you go, oh, shit, I've got to do the votes. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I can see the umpires they got enough shit to do, enough th- things to think about during yep. the game. and
1: Yeah. Um, well, I, I picked Fife as well because um, he's still young and um, it, the <coughs> tribunal rules have changed so uh, to accommodate yeah. him, yep. um, <laughs> among other players. Um, so that, that'll help him out a little bit. So hopefully he can keep um, eligible. Um, Selwood, I don't think so. I think he's going to be a bit like Scott West or Sam Mitchell, one of those guys yeah. that gets yep. lots of runners-up and lots of third places um, but never takes the chocolates. Um, so, um, outside of Fife, I reckon it could be somebody like Dan hannabury Um, I yeah. think he's got a lot to make up for. Um, but, uh, yeah, it could be interesting, but I mean, Brownlow is just so hard to bloody pick. All right. Yeah.
2: Hey, who do you reckon had scored the, you know, impromptu question,
1: who can score the best out of a non-midfielder? Um, probably Franklin. I think he gets, um, noticed the most. Yeah. Um, uh, it's, you can also say a, a lot of runners off the half back. Um, yeah, but, true. Yeah. You get some like small running
0: forwards that, uh, you know, but then again, they usually rotate through the midfield anyway. So, yeah, yeah
1: true enough. It's tough to pick just yeah, even yeah. out and out positions these days. Yeah. It's, um, yeah, so I think yeah, we're usual, usual suspects there for the Brownlays. And yeah. then it could be somebody like Prittis who comes a little bit out of the blue. Yeah. Um, okay. Now for the coaching staff. Do we reckon there's going to be any coaches sacked this year? And if so, how many? <laughs>
0: What year was there no coaches sacked?
1: Yeah, it's been a couple of years since there's been that. A few,
0: but... yep. I do. I've actually gone a step further and I've, I've picked the round and why. Okay. So, all right. We've got Justin Lepich. Lepich? Yep. No, really? He's a goner. No he's, he's a goner. He's nope. a goner. I tell you, this is how it's going to happen. Brisbane, they're going to be hyped up in the media. got a running midfield, but they're a bit short everywhere else. They're going to they're going to go six and four up until the round 11 bye. Yeah. the media's going to be all up in arms. It's going to be finals. Coaches will be booking hotels for September, October <laughs> in Melbourne. And then after the bye, they're going to go on a four-game four, four game losing streak. And the nail in the coffin is going to be round 16, Melbourne at the MCG.
1: And you reckon, so that'll put them at um, a four-game losing streak, makes it six and eight. And then you reckon six and nine, they'll sack the coach.
0: Yeah, I think there's been a hype going in, making finals this year. We're all about it. Wow. And then just a massive disappointment after the bye, beaten by Melbourne at the MCG. See you later. He's only just got there, though. So, yeah, well, so did lots of other coaches who got yeah, fucking ass over doing I mean, a good job. Two years. Is, and is, I
1: mean, their board isn't the most stable board. They're known to yeah, make rash well, decisions. Well, and... they got Lee Matthews in there now. So hopefully they're stable now.
0: This is true, buddy. He got a knife in the back last time, yeah.
1: didn't he? No, no, he's, he, he left on his own accord he, um, because um, Voss was just named uh, an assistant coach at West Coast and they said, look, you really want Voss to coach here. I've got one year left of my contract. Get Vossy now and yeah. I'll step out. So that's how he stepped out. Yeah, But, um, yeah, when he was trying to get back on the board, then there was a f- few boots ca- came out for yeah. him. But uh, interesting. The only one? You got only Leppich?
0: Yeah, I thought that was enough
1: wild yep. speculation for me. Mine's,
2: um, mine's the one that's probably the most eagerly anticipated by 17 <laughs> of the 18 teams. Uh, when Ed has to call Bucks and say, son, don't come Monday. Uh, I think that could happen. Probably there will start to be calls for it after about yeah. six, seven rounds. About ten, thirteen rounds, I think there'll be very strong calls for it and about round fifteen, sixteen there's gonna be a phone call made and uh poor Bucks will
0: be uh heading heading out.
1: So you're saying Eddie will phone a friend? No. <laughs> uh,
0: I think I think Eddie Eddie will will go. Bucks, um you've got a promotion, mate. <laughs> you're now an uh, executive producer of Who Wants to be a Millionaire. Yep, there you that, go. that can work. Hang on, assistant producer. That's the one to do fuck all, isn't
1: it? Yep. <laughs> executives are the ones that, uh, yeah. that they find other people's money to put you to it. Yep. Um, I reckon there might be two. I've, I've got Hardwick down. Yep. Because uh, Richmond have got something stupid like eight Friday night games. Yeah, and we that's do. the showcase game. If they don't perform yep. on the biggest stage, it means there'll be the most media about it. Yep. And uh, we, we know how skittish clubs can be when the media starts st- clamouring. Bloody oath. Um, if Richmond are, you know, something like four and ten it's going to be very hard yep. to justify. I mean, <laughs> was he four years in now or five years in? More, yeah. yeah. At that point. Um, and the other one is my weird, wild speculation. One, Rossi line. Rossi Lyon line gone? Like, if Frio don't finish like sixth or above, if they're you know ninth yep. or if they're ninth, I think he's gone. Yep. If they're eighth or seventh, you really got to start looking at it because he. Almost bet the farm with him again, um, Yeah. he hasn't turned the list over. Any they got a lot of players that are in the right age bracket. If everything goes wrong, you got to start thinking maybe you're not the bloke for us.
2: Yeah. Well, that's been a big criticism of Ross Lyon is that he, he almost gets there so often, but uh, you can't you can't be a great coach without a flag. Yeah, right. exactly right. Yeah, can't aim a duck to death. Soon they pull a trigger and win. Yep. But I think there might be a few surprises as well. I mean, the smart way would be. Um, you don't sack a coach till you've got someone in mind to replace them. Yeah. But plenty of clubs have done it or they've had someone yep. in mind and that someone in mind
1: has gone somewhere else. Well, actually, I think that's going to um, go to Ross's disadvantage because they got Peter Sumich as an assistant coach at Frio and he was highly considered for the Adelaide job, I think. I think, yeah. I think you're right. He was definitely considered for one of them. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and is a very highly rated assistant coach. So I think they got somebody in the wings who knows the group who's ready to go. Um, it might hurt. If... if Things go wrong for them this year. Who would you have coaching um, Collingwood then? Um, pff, me.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, no, I'd have Robert Harvey. Again, I, I, I like promoting assistants, um, and I think Robert Harvey's been around for ages. Yep. Um, it's just whether he wants to take over the, the head role or not. Um, otherwise, you've got... Um, look, Brendan Bolton at Hawthorne was um, pretty close to getting a, a gig last year. Um, I think he's too nice to sit in the, in, <laughs> in the big chair. I think he'd a, a, be a great assistant coach. Um, Bomber Thompson's still around. Yeah, very true. Interesting yeah. to see if he, if yeah, he, well, he was, I was I
0: see was, down there as an assistant at some point.
1: He, Bomber? He, he was an Essendon director of coaching or something. No, no, I mean down at Collingwood. Was he oh. all mixed up with them? Oh, I don't know. I mean, he was at Geelong for ages, yeah. but I don't know if he was at Collingwood before then. Actually, that's another one that could be interesting too, is
2: uh, Herd. Like, depending on how this the latest iteration of this fucking supplement so yeah. goes Esnan kind of have had to stick by him for this period but once that's closed off and they've got Thompson hanging around the club well do you say well Hurdy you might be done mate
1: I don't think he's hanging around the club anymore no uh, um but he, he's still he getting was. So they pretty she, much fed him his own rope
0: with that one though yeah, because they told him out. that, that herdie was, was out and so he's going, all right, well, I want, I'll have a job then. I want it. So and I'll said, put my well, name out there
1: for it. Actually, we kind of changed our minds. Yeah, we
0: changed our minds now and it's happened to be the awards ceremony and they got told that day. And the,
1: the, I think you're right there. I mean, when this saga comes to an end, it, it could be danger for Herd. But the thing is, I don't know if it's going to end because the thing is oh, appeals and, it seems
0: like they've chosen their path and it's going to take an, a massive amount of humble pie to all of a sudden turn a dime and go actually you know what fuck it cut our losses yep. let's, let's start again
2: but that's for both sides too like the, the Asada and yeah, yeah, I mean everyone's getting bogged down in was it legal was it not
1: She was fucked up don't care Yeah, <laughs> just don't care anymore yeah that's it but if it yeah just end it and just go you know what you fucked up we can't really prove it it's just it's gone on too long it doesn't matter at this stage exactly um you know half the players are gone yep ones that aren't let them play fucking let them sort it out in the civil court you can sue the club sue the AFL go for it but I've had enough
0: And it's not like they were Mm. you know 22 and 0 when they were cheating yeah yeah.
1: (laughs) um any other sacked coaches you got there I mean I think Malthouse is safe because they publicly declared they're rebuilding yep um and I, I don't think they can afford to sack him.
2: Plus, you know, Carlton, they don't really have a lot of upside at the moment. They're, not nope. They're going okay. They're not... I wouldn't see them making finals, but they're not expected to either. No, I don't think anybody expects them to not make sure. Finals. That's when coaches do tend to get sacked, is when they don't meet up to expectations. At the moment, there's not really many expectations on like Carlton.
1: But um, a lot of the teams at the other end of the, of the ladder are new coaches that have only just signed or signed on, and um, you're like, So they're all safe for now, uh, for this year at least. Um, But uh, yeah, I think it's going to be a pretty tame year when it comes to coaching after the carnage of last year. Or at least until October. At least until October.
0: I think a lot of the teams who are maybe in that that area where they might have performance that could warrant a a coach's sacking, I think there might be other factors that
1: they're going to attack first than the coaches. Yeah, definitely looking at the cattle first. Yeah. so, back to one of the teams, because um, yep. I've ordered these questions really constructively. Mm-hmm. Um, who's finishing ninth? The Richmond Cup. The Richmond Cup. Yeah, I've got Brisbane
0: filling in that slot. Yeah. Yeah, I've got Brisbane as well. Yeah. Uh, I think they're going to be Brisbane. pretty damn
2: good, but not quite good enough to get yeah. into the final eight. I'm
1: very bullish on Brisbane, because that, that midfield's just too good. Yeah, that um, midfield's really good. Stephen Stefan Martin's looking really good yeah, as a yeah. ruck move forward.
0: They've got, oh, it's Christensen. Yeah, Christensen, Alan Christensen, Christensen as well has yep. gone up there. Isn't I good? think they're
2: a season away from making finals. I think they need a bit more seasoning and a bit, just one more player who can, um, you know, either hold down the back line in a strong fashion or um, create options up forward.
1: I originally yeah. had them finishing uh, eighth and I moved it to ninth today because so I promoted um, somebody else up above them. Um, but yeah, they've got everything right now. it looks like, and I think they're ready to to catapult.
0: That's why I think, at the minimum, they'll they'll go ahead of that little middle group that they're currently in that's vying for probably, let's say, 14th or 12th up to 8th. Yeah. I think they'll just jump to the top of that
1: queue. And, you know, um, midfields, uh, where it's won and lost, and they've got a lot of class, you know, a, yeah. a lot of yeah. uh, elite midfielders, and, and even guys like Aish, who are coming through, Yeah, um, and uh, Paparone, who's a you know, forward midfielder.
2: I think Aish has been undersold a lot yeah. uh, outside of South Australia, just because his, his name is so um, yeah. recognised from the SANFL, from his own yeah. man. But uh, he is damn classy.
1: And yeah. I think we're going to see a lot from him. Like I said it before, I was really impressed with him in round one against Hawks. Um, and, uh, yeah, he had a couple of other good games throughout the year as well. Um, I, I think he's going to be good in a couple of years. Um, okay, so the big improver. Um, let's say, uh, player-wise, somebody who's going to go from a, a good player to a great player or, or above. Who we got? Well, I've got Dane Zorko. Zorko, yeah, you picked him the- See, I, I think he's almost already elite, but now he, if he does get um, uh, that medal that you really yeah. will. I think he'll come
0: up as uh, sort of a leader in that group. But I just think, I like that method of, of entering into the AFL, of not necessarily getting a player when they're young and trying to mould them into the football that you want them to be, but letting them sort of discover what sort of footballer they are and they yeah. want to be, and just getting that little bit of maturity underneath their belt and then coming into the AFL. I really like that that path, and I think it develops really good players. So. You got Josh.
2: Uh, I've got Bontepelli. I think with Libertore out, there's going to be a lot more on his shoulders and I think he's going to stand up to it. That's
1: actually a good call. Yeah. I mean, his second year, and he had a great first year, so it um, be interesting how he goes. Uh, especially, you know, uh, the inclusion of Boyd, I reckon, is going to um, help or hinder him more because um, he loves to, you know, kick a goal and, and run down forward. But, uh, yeah, it will be interesting if... Um, common at Western Bulldogs. <laughs> 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 but I think
2: you know, with Libertore injured... Um, He's going to have to step up. And if if he can handle the responsibility well yep. and Western Bulldogs uh, progress a little bit yep. further, well, it's that, going to be all, all due to him.
1: And they absolutely love him down there, the the, the bont. So um, he, he'll you'll be a crowd favourite for sure. Um, I've picked two because I couldn't split. Um, I reckon <coughs> with Dane Beams leaving Collingwood, uh, there's a, a key spot in the midfield open. And I reckon Marley Williams could be the man to take it. Um, Swan and Penelbury are you know, another year older as you say yep. um, and Marley Williams you uh, won't have the um, legal off-field issues yeah. leading <laughs> into the season like he did last year So um, I reckon he's just got the right um has the right age group and the right style of play to really um, you know push and become their premier um, ball mover for Collingwood yep. um, and the other I've got is Robbie Tarrant Um it's, just, again, going off nab challenge. Um, he looks like he's finally found that he's going to be a backman. Yep. He's not floating, you know, we'll put you up forward, we'll put you up back. Well, they've got Jared yep. Waite now, who's going to take that second um, key forward role um, next to Petrie. Yep. So he's not going to challenge for that. Um, if he's more settled in his place, he can start to actually work on that. Um, yep. And I think that... Um, especially with some of the um, injury issues that North have in their back lines yeah. um, you know, fullback's taken that's yeah you know, Scotty Thompson nobody's going to take that off him no. I, I think that he can be that second key for uh, key backman for them um and if he doesn't this year then you've got to really question his place on the list
2: well the problem with Thompson has always been his size he, yeah he's a yeah. very very smart fullback but he doesn't he's not big it's enough to play on, he's not big enough to play on guys like uh, Franklin yeah Franklin's given him a touch up a couple of times um Thompson's got a few back as well, but uh, they generally had to have a second person coming in to spoil. Yeah. And against Sydney this year, where you've got Tippett and Franklin, you need you a need big bloke. <laughs> yeah, um,
1: and, and Robbie can jump.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and if, as long as he stays whole, he should have a pretty decent
1: season back yeah. there. Yeah, I reckon he'll be all right. Um, the big improver team, I think we're, we've just about all named Brisbane, uh, yep. haven't we? Yeah. Because we picked them to finish ninth.
2: Yeah, although I think Gold Coast will... Um, I don't know if there'll be a big improvement, but there'll be a consistent improvement.
1: Yeah, yep. Um, so I think we've already spoken about Brisbane, so we will move on from that one. Who is gone missing? So who's the the good player or great player that's now going to be questioning their place on the list? I've
2: got Dangerfield because I reckon with uh, him coming out of into free agency, there's going to be a lot of questions. The coach is going to be like, "Well, are you? Aren't you?" I reckon he's gone. And what? I reckon uh, that's going to be on his mind for most of the season. So
1: you, you reckon he's gone as a player uh, out, no, no, of, out of
2: Adelaide? He's gone from Adelaide. And you reckon he's leaving Adelaide? Yeah. Interesting. And for most of the season, I reckon he's, that's going to be on his mind. Uh, it's going to be distracting, and it's going to take his game down a step. It's already at a massive level. It, he's one yeah. of the, the key midfielders of the He
1: polled game. unbelievably well in the Brownlow last year for, in an injury Interrupt the he looked like he's hurt yeah. every bloody game he played. And I think uh,
0: if, if he is gone, that that could be the factor in regards to the coach feeling out different opportunities for different players who are going to fill that role that they, yep. he's there and they might just put him on the side a bit, maybe put him in as a sub. So that depends on who you're playing as well because yeah. they're not going to sacrifice wins just to give someone a bit of experience. But
2: well, Wherever he goes, they'll be glad to pick him up. Oh, yeah. I think oh, okay. a quality... It'll
1: be the biggest free agent. I think <laughs> this
2: is just an exceptional situation where... He hasn't come out and declared he's in, which pretty much means he's
1: out. Um, It it is rare that they stay. I mean, there has been a few, but not many. There's been more that have left. I think it's
2: going to be a Franklin-like situation. There's going to be too much money on offer for him not to take it. And the difference between the two situations is Franklin being a forward, you know, there's a lot less um, immediate impact as a forward. You're depending on the ball traveling to you a little bit, whereas in the midfield, it's your responsibility to get the ball and travel. And I think um, there's going to be not quite as much harmony in that midfield because of that uncertainty and because the players, they're not dumb. They know that if he hasn't come out and said, I'm staying, then he's probably going to be leaving. So there's going to be some, you know, tension there. And I think that'll result in his game going down.
1: All right. Interesting.
0: I've, yeah. I've gone another darkie in this one. I'm a big fan of the, <laughs> the dark horses. I love the dark horses. Yeah. Yeah. I hated Sub-Zero. <laughs> Fucking gray. Um I've gone Pritice. Yeah, okay. Think, I think is going and miss him. that, and not so much because I think he's going to have a bad year, but I think just a deteriorating team around him will just dry up a lot of possibilities and make him a lot easier to match up against. Yeah.
1: He's been yeah, one true. of those players that have sort of flown under the radar for years, yeah, and yeah. been a constant contributor. Now he's got the Low Medal, yeah. not under the radar anymore. Yeah, and I yeah definitely that, got, that's got, why got I the talent,
0: it. but I think just, yeah, just circumstances will make him go, have to work a bit harder and probably not get results as easily as he did uh, last year.
1: Yeah, um, it's a good player like, though. Still I, talent. I considered Prudis. Um, I got to admit, I picked a bit of an easy one here. I think um, yep. I, I said Adam Goods. I think yep. he's gone on one year too long. Yeah, and I yep. don't mm. see him as part of Sydney's best twenty-two anymore. Yep. Although he had an okay grand final. Um, yeah. In, in a game where only two or three of the Sydney players can stand up and say they tried. Or, and or, or and I mean, like they he's,
0: tried. he's been an ambassador for that team for so long. It's it's hard to say, Adam. We're done with you, mate. You yeah, him? you've got
1: to, you've got to let him make the call. Yeah, yeah. I think he's um, done
0: enough for that club that he's earned that right. Uh, yeah, I, I
1: still think he should have made the call last year, though. Yeah, yeah, me too. How many games has he got? Uh, Three hundred, fucking plenty. Three hundred fifty odd. Yeah. I so I don't know maybe he's got his eye on four hundred, but I think it'll be a, a, a bridge too yeah. far for him. Yeah.
2: But actually, bridging across to that, Fletcher and Harvey, for so long, four hundred games has seen seemed like it was in Narnia that yeah. anyone would ever make it and now you're going to get two in one season
0: yeah
2: um, and I can't see either of those guys getting uh, told to step down
1: well no you, you, well Fletcher Fletcher yeah he's been I think he's been carried through he's been nursed yeah. through I think that, that's probably a better, better word for
0: it I think he might
2: but, but, hardly... but what are you going to do without him I mean and art they're not making finals and with the whole crap that's gone on in the background exactly you need something to toast so and that's it, yeah. His four
0: hundredth will be that. It will oh. definitely be a, a PR and club win. Yeah, you know um, what I mean.
1: Merchandise and a merchandising win too. Just,
0: just think of all the all the old old players that are come back for the celebration, and sure they really have function after function, and yep. be one massive circle jerk down there. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no,
2: four hundred's only been done twice before in the history of the game, yeah. so it's worth celebrating. Of course, yeah, it's, absolutely. It's just a weird thing to end up with two in the same season. So like yeah. I said,
1: I, I don't care if he breaks both his legs. Um, you still wheel him out for that four, 400th game. Yeah. It, nobody retires on 390. Yeah. 390 <laughs> plus. Whatever else. Um, Unless you're Mark Taylor. So. <laughs> 334? before
2: yeah. That's what it yeah. was too. But uh, I, can, I can see Harvey going on next season based on his Oh, absolutely.
0: Season. He's been it. Yeah, he's, he's the true Benjamin Button of the AFL which is Uh, going backwards in
1: age probably one of his best years going forwards in talent out of the last five or six
2: and I think Mm -hmm. with the sub rule now it suits his style as well like he could be the next season the season after even a super sub
1: that just comes on after half time three quarter time whatever and kicks his quick two or three and job done there's a conversation that you'd love to be on a fly on the wall for Um, Scott talking to Harvey to tell him you're the sub yeah (laughs) (laughs) there's an angry (laughs) word spoken there both ways but I'll
2: tell you what though if if they're like oh but I can play the forward pocket yeah (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you'll probably kick a couple. But that, oh, all right, yeah,
1: yeah. That role as the um, senior player on the um, uh, with a sub vest. Um, Gian and for Bulldogs played it to perfection last year. Yeah, he did, um, and, and was he? He knew that was his role, and he loved it. Go. He loved it. Loved
0: it. But yeah. he, he looked like he was fifty-seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of
1: salt and pepper going on. Yep. But
0: he did some you know real crafty things. Go Richmond and touching up at, at the end and won got, the game, the win over them. He won the game with experience that time. Yep. Funny thing is,
2: speaking of crafty things, Harvey's well known for his um, sneakiness. Yeah. Um, pretty much resulted in the whole um, interchange gate rule when he came off from the back of the bench and then the Swans player followed him and well, had 19 to, on the field.
0: To be fair, he comes from an era of North Melbourne where sneakiness was at a
2: premium. <laughs> <laughs> He's a sneaky little bugger. So I can I can imagine him... Um, Hanging around a toilet <laughs> Imagine him running on, going to the CUB... Um, <laughs> Uh, Logo Logo Rubbing his hands up on the red, putting the red all over his jacket and be like walking along the boundary as if he's still got a red vest on all of a sudden running on kicking a quick snap.
0: I thought you were he's gonna pretend he's a Bulldogs player or something. <laughs> actually I wouldn't put it past him, he could, he could be that right. I'm open, yes, 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 yes. If he
2: hasn't called for a ball from the opposition, <laughs> oh yeah. fucking yeah, I am not sitting here. I'm
1: saying he does it every game. Yeah. At least.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I reckon everyone actually already knows Boomer's voice. <laughs> it's just from hearing it so often. They don't even look shut up yeah. there. It's not yeah. Yeah. for him calling for it, it's just him just giving you shit. I'll tell you what though, if you're the opposition you'd you'd sledge back and be like boom you drop two bucks what where <laughs>
1: I, th- I thought it was nice of Crowley to sit out this year for him so, yeah <laughs> you know, he doesn't have to pinch him um, uh. okay then the last question we've got who's going to be the big slider of a team yeah I've got Collingwood where they finished last year tenth to 11 tw- something like that Twelfth, somewhere yeah. around there and you, you reckon even lower yeah I reckon they're going to drop down to around
2: 14 um, There's, there's too many in the basement for them to drop much further I mean Essendon and St Kilda, are filling the bottom two spots. I, I don't think you're going to find a bookie that'll take it a bet of otherwise. No, nope. but um, I think Collingwood's going to slide down to round 14.
1: Yeah, um, they had one, the worst injury list come round 23 I've ever seen last year. Um, so, so it'd be interesting to see how they bounce back from that. And obviously, losing Dane Beams is a massive. Um, yeah, well,
2: it hasn't started out too well with Greenwood injured. Um, Greenwood, yeah, and is I, I think he's a quality weeks player. Or something? But uh, 10 weeks out, it's going to be probably uh, three and a half to four months before he's back to a quality standard.
1: To, yeah, to AFL fitness and form level.
2: Yeah, and this is a bloke who didn't think he was um, part of North's plan going forward. So if he's out for half the season, he's got to be feeling the pressure to
1: perform, and how's he going to respond? There's an obvious hole in the midfield left by Ben, so you know there the, there was a place there. But um, yeah, if you're missing the first half of the year, somebody else can jump up and own it.
2: And if a bloke like Marley does, you know, yeah. does Green, uh, does um, you get back in the side. And if he doesn't, same shit having
0: the same bloke twice.
1: So uh, you, you were checking the ladder from last year. Would I was.
0: Uh, uh, well, who was that? Sorry, Will Collingwood, finish? Collingwood um, finished. Collingwood finished eleventh. Okay, so yeah, around that mark. For me, I was. I mean, I I didn't anticipate huge movers like a massive slide or anything. But see, yeah. you, you you struggle to find someone go more cold on a team than me today. Because I reckon Freo might be the ones that yeah. <laughs> slide down. Yeah. I've had them top four at the start of the show, and <laughs> now writing them off. No finals, Freo. <laughs> half, we're in half an hour, they've gone half out. An hour gone cold on them. That's but a darkie. It,
1: it, it could be that they. They don't improve. They don't get any worse. Yeah, and yeah. that's enough to make them slide.
0: And the other one I had was was probably West Coast, and even that was maybe a drop of three or four
1: places. Five places. See, West Coast is such a funny side because um, they've got talent, but yeah, God, some of them just seem bit downhill skiers at times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. a little bit happy with their skills, yep. and, and you, I don't know if the hard work's there. Yeah, yeah, um, you know, and they've lost. Uh, their captain retired um, in glass last year. And then their best and fairest has done his knee, McKenzie. So he's out for the year. Still getting over the loss of Spanger. Still getting over the loss of Spanger. (laughs) Everyone could use Jesus. (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, I I put the Tigers down as mine. Um, Yep. You know, finishing eighth. I, I can only see two teams from last year's eight missing out. And that being the Tigers and Essendon. Yeah
0: and there are a lot of um teams that are prime to make a crack at uh, finals as well which yeah. makes it really hard to shuffle it around and it's obviously it's the musical chairs game really.
1: It's a good thing. You know, we say everyone says it every year there's yeah. 14 teams that are going to make the 8 this year so
0: well that's been the exciting battles in the last couple of seasons is the last few rounds and fighting over
1: that 10th to 7th spot yeah. Um which um you know last year it proved a great story with the tigers marching in. Yep. Um yeah everything. Getting I, pissed out. But I getting did love Mick Martin. Uh, his,
2: his reporting of that uh, whole period was brilliant. He at the game. He's pumped up. Mick he's Martin loses at a right? <laughs> no, not shit. Mick. <laughs> not Mick Martin. Fucking um, Triple M.
1: Mick Malloy. Mick Malloy. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Mick Martin actually probably wasn't so excited.
1: And <laughs> no, I, no, I don't no, imagine him on radio either. No, it was on Channel Seven um, on the before the. With Channel Seven Game Day or whatever it's called, oh, like, yeah, or what um, where he was watching the the Swans game. And yeah. speaking of Channel Seven,
0: for fuck's sake, this season we want at least one camera angle from behind the plate so we can see down the field. Yeah, don't have to do it the whole way. Just so when someone's got a mark, give us a look at what's going on downfield from behind the player that's kicking the ball.
2: And fuck off the spider cam.
0: Yeah, that's it. I can eat a dick. <laughs>
1: um, okay, so I think that's uh, what we reckon is going to happen in. 2015. Yep. Um, we'll revisit this at the end of the year and see who was right. 2015 year of the dark horse.
0: That's what it is.
1: <laughs> Why is that not a team? You know the, the dark horses. Dark horses yeah. Adam Goods wouldn't play for him. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Lewis. On that note, cheers. Thanks.
3: Thank you. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long.